Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of season 3 of the Toward Light podcast. This episode, I'm continuing the series on the Noble Eightfold Path, and now we're on to the sixth path factor, the path factor of wise effort, which is one of the samadhi mental cultivation factors. So we've talked about the panya wisdom factors, wise view and wise intention, then the sila ethical factors of wise speech, wise action and wise livelihood, and now we're into the samadhi factors, into our mental cultivation factors, into our meditation practice. Wise effort is something that we practice during our mindfulness practice so that it then can show up in our life. Generally, wise effort can often be referred to as balanced effort. The simile used in the teachings is a stringed instrument, and if you tune it too tight, it's the strings snap, and if you tune it too loose, the strings are all wobbly and it makes a weird noise. So the questions we ask ourselves are, what are signs that we're striving? What are signs that we're lax? Bhante G says we exert energy in mindfulness, but not force. So how does this show up for you in your practice, in your mindfulness practice? How does this show up for you in your life? Can you see places in your life where maybe you're forcing things rather than having a balanced effort? And by that reflection, then that will help you in your mindfulness practice having a balanced effort. We can also look at how effort shows up for us on the path in general. In our psycho-spiritual work, is there certain areas where we put more attention? We do a ton of study, but not a lot of practice or we only do one type of practice, but not another? Where is our emphasis? Where is our balanced energy? Where's our balanced effort in how we're experiencing our spiritual life, our spiritual path? There are four aspects of wise effort that we bring into our mindfulness practice. We prevent unwholesome mind states from arising. We abandon unwholesome mind states when they do arise. We cultivate wholesome mind states, and we sustain wholesome mind states. So what are the unwholesome mind states? Those are any mind states that come from greed, aversion, and delusion. And wholesome is the opposite, which I call generosity, kindness, and presence. So a balanced effort means that we need to be alert to spot if wholesome or unwholesome mind states are present. But if we're trying too hard, there may be some greed for only wholesome mind states or an aversion to unwholesome mind states. Or if we're not applying the right amount of effort, we may be in a mind state rooted in delusion, checked out, not present. Here's a little breakdown for each of these four great or wise efforts. Prevent. Prevent unwholesome mind states from arising. So what are you doing? in your life? What activities you engaged in? What behaviors are you doing? What's happening in your mind with your ethics? The best way to prevent unwholesome mind states from arising is to know the truth of karma, to know the truth of cause and effect, 
and to see what you think, say, and do that leads to unwholesome mind states and what you think, say, and do that leads to wholesome mind states. It can be a little thing like drinking too much caffeine before mindfulness practice can lead to restlessness. Or it can be a big thing like when I lie, I realize that then there's a lot of anxiety and aversion in my life and it's harder to be mindful, it's harder to practice. So by establishing wise view, wise intention, wise speech, wise action, wise livelihood, we are working towards preventing unwholesome mind states from arising. But unwholesome mind states do arise. So our second great effort is to abandon them when they do arise. Steve Armstrong says, right effort has nothing to do with judging ourselves. Right effort has to do with finding your own balance. So when you find an unwholesome mind state has arisen, don't get caught up in beating yourself up for that or trying to track why did it arise and what did you do wrong or whatever. Instead, okay, unwholesome mind state has arisen. What do I do? How can I abandon it? So we're aware of it. And then there are different strategies to abandon unwholesome mind states. This is my from my favorite sutta, the Vitaka Santana Sutta, which is Majjhimanakaya 20. I did a whole episode on it in season one, episode six. But to briefly go through this, we can abandon unwholesome mind states by one, turning the mind to a wholesome thought, the opposite. Two, reflecting on the danger of the unwholesome thought. Three, not giving the thought any attention. Four, lessening the thought or stilling the mind. And five, in desperate moments, crushing the mind with the mind. So here are some examples of that. A mind state arises, which is a thought about a regret of something that you regret that you did. So the opposite would be to turn it to compassion for the self. Or an unwholesome mind state rooted in anger arises where you're angry at somebody else. And so to use the second strategy, you reflect that holding that anger is only harming you. It's not harming the other person and it's not serving you. So you see how it's not helping you so you can abandon that. Or for the third strategy, practicing and you want something and you keep thinking about this thing that you want to go get or buy when your meditation is over, turn away from it. Turn to the breath, turn to the body. Don't give that thought any energy. For the fourth strategy, maybe your mind is spinning, you're worried about something that's going to happen in the future. And so you bring in some concentration. You focus on your breathing, you slow down. You notice that your thoughts are out about something that's going to happen three months in the future. So you bring it back closer, maybe two months, one month, a week from today. How about what's happening right now? Is any of this going out in the future going to fix anything? So you calm yourself down and have more distance from it. Or for the fifth strategy, which we only use in, you know, serious situations where our mind is just too much, We're overwhelmed with anger and frustration of the state of the world, and it just feels like so much, and your brain's just going and going and going. 
in this case, you'd be super direct with yourself saying, no, this thought pattern is not useful. What is in my sphere of influence? What can I do right now? What action can I take? And you might need to do some vigorous physical activity in order to cut that stream off. So these are ways that we abandon unwholesome mind states. The next great effort is to cultivate wholesome mind states. The whole path has been leading up to this. We know the truth of kama. We know the truth of cause and effect. We're setting intentions that are letting go. There's goodwill. There's non-harming. We're living in ethical ways. We're practicing wise speech, wise action, and wise livelihood. So this is how we cultivate wholesome mind states, is by living in wholesome ways, by noticing the poisons when they arise and abandoning them when we can. One thing we can do to cultivate wholesome mind states is to set an intention at the beginning of practice of what you're trying to do. Why are you sitting? Why are you sitting down and paying attention to your breath? Because you want to be more awake, because you want to be of more service in the world, because you want to walk a path to freedom, whatever your reason is. But setting that intention can help to cultivate wholesome mind states. And then you can give yourself over to the practice. And then sustaining wholesome mind states. This can be tricky because often when wholesome mind states arise, we want to grasp onto them and keep them. And so then that kind of clinging is not wholesome. So that does not sustain the wholesome mind state. So what does sustain it is there is this positive feedback loop, right? If you're doing positive action, and then you're sitting in meditation, more likely wholesome mind states are going to arise, which are going to lead to more wholesome mind states. So there is a positive feedback loop. But we need to hold these lightly, right? So when we feel the wholesome mind state arise, like we feel some generosity or some mudita, some appreciation for somebody, we allow that to arise, but we don't cling on to it. We let it be, we let it have its own life. We can notice if we're starting to get to some form of clinging or some sort of other thought and come back to it and continue to be with, continue to sustain the wholesome mind state. So to wrap up, wise effort is a balanced effort. We're not striving too hard. We're not being too lax. We can use effort in our life, in our daily life, to notice how we can bring this into practice in a balanced way. And we work to prevent unwholesome mind states from arising, abandon them when they do. We cultivate wholesome mind states and we sustain them. Thank you for listening. Please check out any links in the show notes. You can find me on my website, towardlight.net or on Instagram at TowardLight108.